Bitches ain't shit but hoes and chicks. Four, Four, two, two zero. Bitches, bitches ain't shit. shit. What's up, y'all? What's up, peoples? What it is? What it do? What's the Oh yeah, happy Thursday, I guess. Yep. September twenty third, twenty twenty one. Till midnight. Episode number 31. 31. Climbing the hills. Moving on up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we smoking on? We got... Everything. Pretty much. Green crack. Sour diesel. Presidential. Oh, L.A. Confidential. L.A. Confidential. West West. West West, yo. And some super silver haze... West Coast, nigga. Yeah. And some, um, Berry Bomb? Berry Bomb? That is the shit. Bomb Berry? Whatever the fuck. Bomb Berry, Berry Bomb. All right. Before we get going. <laughs> yeah, light, light up. up. <laughs> Niggas. Get your drinks. Whatever. Get comfortable, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Assume positions. That's what I took the bitch. Damn, there we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a mixture. I, yeah, I think all that shit is mixed together. I think they're all mixtures. All right, people, let's get right into it. Every day, well, not every day, <laughs> every time we hear, we tell y'all, don't get married. Don't do it. Leave these hoes alone. It's not worth it. No. But now we have re- 15 reasons why it's not worth it. <laughs> what is this from? Your Tango. It's written by a bitch. This should be interesting. Wow, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. 15 painfully honest reasons men regret getting married. This should be a good one. I recently found myself wondering if marriage is worth it. No, it's not. No. <laughs> What's people's biggest regrets about getting married? Might be getting married in the first place. When I was a little girl, I always assumed that one day I would magically wind up meeting a man destined to be my husband. And that, <laughs> and that we would quickly go about the business of getting married. Yeah, marriage is uh, marriage is a business, pretty much for the bitch. I like how she worded that. She probably don't even know she said it like that. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't exactly spend every waking second of every waking hour planning my wedding and subsequent subsequent marriage, lying motherfucker. Although I'll admit that I did save a picture of the engagement ring. Brad Pitt designed for Jennifer Aniston. Oh, man, that's pathetic. Just in case, that is pathetic. Wow, that says a lot. You're sad, bitch. (laughs) God damn. It's just that I figured that's what happens when a girl grows up and falls in love. She becomes a wife. Y'all be watching that too much of that Disney shit, man. Now that I'm older... 
I am very much aware that marrying someone is no guarantee of happy, healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. And it certainly isn't something anyone of any gender should feel like they must do. Amen to that. Yep. I agree. But what would make a guy go so far as to say, I regret getting married? (laughs) 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 I can't wait to this list. The truth is that if you love someone, you can choose to make whatever type of life together you want. Yeah. All right. It's up to the two of you. Yeah, okay. Not to our antiquated notions of what must come next in the circle of life for all human beings. Mm-hmm. It's the circle of life. Figuring out that I don't have to get married ever has actually made me feel better about several things as well. <laughs> Weirdly, because I come from an intact family with two still happily married parents, I am a bit more skeptical about what it takes to make a marriage work yes my parents are blissfully happy but they are also such weirdos (laughs) that it makes sense to me that once they found each other they each clung on to the institution of marriage for dear life wow so are you trying to say they were soulmates because whatever I can't ever imagine meeting a person who I want to make that particular commitment to. And I mean that legally and spiritually in whatever additional sense I possibly can. Okay. I think this mindset of mine developed the way it did from watching many of my own friends and acquaintances get married right out of college. Some of those couples are still together, but others who tied the knot in, say, 2006 have already split up. Heck, some already moved on to their second marriage. Jesus Christ. Y'all making the same mistake twice? That doesn't exactly inspire a lot of hope in a girl when it comes to the prospect of settling down. But because I can't really talk to these folks about something that's painfully fresh, their biggest regrets about getting married, I decided to head to Reddit. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. To see if there were other folks... Out there who tied the knot and now wish they had. <coughs> this is gonna get I would say there's a few on mm-hmm. there. Sure enough, one redditor recently asked the guys on the subreddit, "Ask men, men who regret getting married, what's your reason?" As you might suspect, the gentleman over there had some opinions on the matter. You don't say. Mm-hmm. And while some of the reasons they they regret their marriages seem silly. I bet one silly to them. Others make so much sense you might just swear off the institution yourself. <laughs> even if only temporary. Alright. If you're wondering if marriage is worth it, mm. here are 15 painfully honest truths from men who say they regret getting married to their wives. Holy shit. Number one. The love was never mutual. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's usually like that. Yeah. She never loved me. She married me because she thought it would force her to to develop feelings. Waste of time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Man, you was probably taking care of the bitch. Develop feelings. Was, Must uh, have knocked her up. 
What did Chris Rock say? They don't love you. They love what you can do for them. Yep. <laughs> Number two, they had different ideas about what family means. Wife lied to me about her family plans. Oh, damn. Partially about having kids, mostly about building our own family. Her definition of our family puts her mother at the head of the table. Uh-uh. Mine does not. Not going to work. You're a hey, man. If you letting the bitch lead, it's a wrap. She's gonna lead you into a ditch somewhere. Yeah. You let a bitch lead, you're gonna hit an iceberg. Cold and broke. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. She changed the minute she became a wife. <laughs> How many times have we heard that shit? <coughs> They just put they put on that front to get the ring, and then once they get that ring, it's a wrap. Yep. They just stop trying. Her personality <clears throat> changed dramatically from the person I was dating. Yeah. Stereotypical changes when we got married. Way less intimacy. Yep. And more entitlement. Yep. Another huge change about eight years into the marriage with a three-year-old kid together. I would never have dated the person she became at that point. Mm-hmm. Man. Number four, she grew needy and depressed. Mm. I don't know what the hell these bitches have to be depressed about. Y'all don't do nothing. Her dad became terminally ill around the time we got married, and she never recovered after his death. Damn. Despite my best efforts to get her medicated. Yeah, <laughs> 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 damn. And into therapy. She gained weight and does basically nothing except watch Netflix. Wow. I do about 80% of the housework. Thankfully, we are still in an apartment and have no kids. Oh, shit. Bounce. Leave. Yeah, get the fuck on. Oh, he says we don't have kids yet. <coughs> nah, B. Nah, B. Don't have no kids with her. Because divorce is almost a certainty at this point. We have nothing in common anymore. I feel like I'm living with a lazy, extremely needy roommate. Mm. We're living two completely separate lives. Yep. Number five. She wasn't the one. As we like to say, she's not yours. It's just your turn. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I regret that I married the wrong woman. That I was immature and naive and too eager to find a woman versus waiting for the right one. Uh, yeah. Young and immature. Yeah. We've all been there. Chasing after that pussy. Yep, we've been there. Yep. Well, I'll speak for myself. I've been but there. But some of us have restraint. Yeah, some dudes just put their dick in anything. Yeah. <laughs> Number six. Nothing made her happy. You don't say. She thought buying a house with me would make her happy. It didn't. <coughs> I sold it alone and at a $10,000 loss. <sighs> Ooh. They're never happy. That's all. They always want more. You know what? The only time they're happy is when you're miserable. Yeah. I've heard that. Usually true. I know we can find some articles on that shit too, but yeah. Women hate when dudes are having fun. Yep. Number seven. She had a hardcore drug addiction. Red flag. And you're still with the bitch. Don't get no. What are you doing? 
she can't was, be friends. She was a compulsive liar and cokehead. And you knew this ahead of time and you still fuck with her. I mean, you kind of brought that on yourself, B. Kind of did. You don't mess with baggage like that. Yeah. No. If you don't do drugs, it's hard to pick up on the telltale signs. My Not true. <laughs> my friends knew. My associates knew. Her family knew. Everybody knew but me. Oh. Oh, he didn't uh, want to believe it. Yep. That's what that tells me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody was telling him. He was just like, no, not my girl. Yeah. No, come on, dog. You stupid motherfucker, you. Wow. Mm. Every sign was there. I just fell for all the lies. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that woman, too. Two years and $250,000 stolen later. Mm-hmm. Wow. I get to say I got the better end of that deal. She's still a junkie. And uh, I and I bounce back. All right. In okay. short, don't marry anybody, man, woman, man, woman, or my ex-wife who does hard drugs. Yeah. Yep. You should have known that. You should have saw the sign. Mm-hmm. I saw the sign. Oh, he didn't. Number eight. They were too young. Mm-hmm. The first time I was too young, 23. Yeah, this is pretty damn young to be getting married. Got into it way too fast and didn't pump the brakes, Hemi, <laughs> when I knew it was headed off the rails. At the time, I was in the military overseas. Oh, yeah. Oh, that God. should be a law. You was overseas? Oh, yeah. He, he was... That should be a, a law. Men in the military should not get married. Yeah. Or have girlfriends. Their girls, most of them, just have all kinds of deployments. While you're over there fighting for the country. Yep. Ducking bullets and shit. Yep. Shit ain't right. And I met someone who was in the service but on her way out. And I felt like this was just kind of the next logical step in life. To go ahead and take the vows and make it work. Ugh. The military lifestyle kind of forces people into bad marriages. Mostly to guarantee yourself housing off base. Damn. And the circumstances you live under are custom made to put strain on those marriages. That ain't love. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb motherfuckers, man. Mm -hmm. What I'd have told my younger self is that at 23, you are just a baby. And you have so much more life to live and to find someone you're truly compatible with. Whatever problems you encounter with the person prior to getting married, multiply exponentially afterwards. Yeah, it does. So be very sure. And if you're not sure, don't do it. You don't have to break up. But if you're not ready, you're not doing either of yourself or your new spouse any favors. Mm -hmm. You do have to break up. It's pretty soonish. One of y'all is probably going to want to get married. Number nine. Marriage means saying goodbye to your free time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Woo-woo. I'm married. I'm sorry. The worst yeah. part <laughs> is the loss of free time <coughs> to play video games or do what I want. Mm. The second worst part 
and I gave up my job to try out her family business. Ah. Uh, Guys? You're stupid. Never give up whatever you're doing for a woman. Nope, not at all. Don't give up your job. And I'm sorry. You may love your family. You may love her family. Oh. You can't work with family. It does not work out. And don't relocate either for her. Nope. Don't move for her. She follows you. If she don't want to do that, then she ain't the one. That's just how that goes. I'm going to travel across country for a bitch. And then what happens when she changes her mind? <coughs> You're on the other side of the country. You can't get back <coughs> home and shit. Come on now. Here's me. <laughs> Smack the shit out of him. A uh, completely different career path from what I was doing mm, in a different city. And after six months, I'm just not into working 50 to 55 hour weeks with no benefits. Why the fuck would you even agree to that anyway? Wow. Even if I'm my own boss and will get summer off. Now we are seriously considered going back to my job, which will make things tight and not worry about her and if she will like it or not. And fuck what she likes. I'm talking about you. Why is everything always about her? Yeah. Damn. What a pussy. What a pussy. My wife is awesome, though. It don't sound like it. <laughs> it's just been hard to change everything in my life at 41. <coughs> Damn. <coughs> we have a newborn baby, too. Ah. Damn. I find myself short-tempered now at times. Mm-hmm. Tired, feeling overwhelmed, scared, etc. At times, I worry about her being happy. Out of, out of all this, he's not worried about himself. I don't worry about her being a gold digger, cheating, etc. And she's probably cheating. You're, you're going to quit that job. You're going to piss her off. She's going to go run into another man's hands. With her feelings. Yep. He never, he never does what I want. Just a lot of adjustments. Nothing crazy with her yet, thankfully. My only gripe is that I like my free time and not running around all the time. Mm-mm-mm. Is that something y'all want to go through, men? Man, hell no. You need permission to do what the fuck you want to do? Wasn't that a uh, scandalous Tupac? You say you're stuck inside, you can't leave without your bitch permission? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to be like that goofy? Damn. <coughs> bitch, please. I need no permission. Seriously. Number 10. They only got married because she gave him an ultimatum. Ultimatum, not ultimatum. 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 Them shits don't work. Uh, ultimatum. Ultimatums don't God work. Damn. Hell no. I gave into her ultimatum. She just wanted to get married. Wow. Generally didn't necessarily have to be me. Wow. What a cunt. So she just wanted to get married for the show. Just so she could run to her friends. Devil cunt. Look, I got a ring and we're going to get married. It's all about me. Number 11. She used him bad. Yeah. Not you surprised. Don't say. She drained me. <laughs> Nuts is empty. I don't know. She she drained me financially, then cheated on me. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. Then, when we tried to work it out which, for the kid, which you should never do. I don't care if it's for the kids or not. Never 
give a cheater a second chance. Nope. She just wanted to convince me to pay for her several of her bills, rent, utilities, etc. Yeah. With the idea that we'd be living together again. Oops, her deadbeat boyfriend already lived there. And was still a thing, apparently. God Whoa. Damn. Whoa. <sighs> so, wow, not only you're bitching shit, you ain't shit. OJ! Mark that bitch. Yeah. Number 12. He lacked the organizational skills for monogamy. Uh, here we go, blaming the men again. I keep forgetting this is written by a bitch. Uh, mistress management proved to be much more challenging than I anticipated. Damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, here's 13. He messed it all up. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I don't regret the marriage per se. I regret not ending it sooner. There's a long story, but basically we separated because I acted like an idiot. No, bro. Stop letting these bitches blame everything on you. If there was a problem, she should have been a fucking adult. Yeah. And spoke to you like one. Yeah. Instead, she's blaming you, and you're like, yeah, I should have did this. Motherfucker. I acted like an idiot. I got myself together, and we got back together to try and raise our daughter. My goodness. Jeez. It was clear right away. that working for you? Exactly. It was clear right away she didn't really forgive me. Mm-hmm. Mm. And wasn't really trying to forgive me. It seemed more like she was getting her revenge or something. Spiteful hoes. You know what? This is another reason why y'all shouldn't stop blaming yourself. Bitches will do anything and use it as an excuse to go fuck around. Yep. So she, she could have started a fight with you and then used that to go... You know, with her side dude. Over tissue paper. Something like, yeah, he yeah. yelled at me. <laughs> no, stop that shit. More long story, but I kept trying to make it work. And I think she was too scared to be alone, so we stayed together in misery. Yeah. Instead of just getting a clean divorce and a custody agreement, we separated and spent years fighting. Mm-hmm. Even after I moved on and had a kid with someone else. Damn, this bitch can't let go. So, yeah, I regret not getting the divorce done before she flipped out and disappeared, making me do it in absent. Oh, my goodness. Hoes, hoes, ain't nothing but hoes. Uh, 14. He should have spent more time learning about himself. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Don't regret it. But I wish I waited to at least 30 to get married so I would have time to discover more what I like and who I am. Mm. Hmm. Wow. 15. Some men just cannot be tied down. Hmm. Or maybe some hoes can't keep their legs closed. Yeah. But I digress. <laughs> the very, very short version is because it ended in divorce. But there are more complex reasons. Most of them circling around a lifelong tug of war between my need for independence and my need for belonging. They are mutually exclusive, so something's got to give. What the? Fuck was that? 
Wow. Ah, that's bull. So y'all still want to get married? <laughs> yeah. Seem like a good idea now. Uh, you go right ahead. Then next time we read one of these articles, we might be talking about your fucking too. story. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to talk a quick break. And, um, we're going to talk about them five love languages of bullshit. <laughs> Keep smoking. What up, yo? Yeah, man. I'll let you light that shit up. Ooh, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, not too long ago. Maybe it was a long time ago. I'm not sure. We had uh, discovered love languages. Remember that shit? <laughs> the fucking love oh, languages? man. So uh, inquiring minds wanted to know. So I went and did some research. And it's everything that I thought it was. Bro, this Bullshit. Should, <laughs> this should be good for a laugh. All right. Developed by Dr. Gary Chapman, an author and counselor, the five love languages are words of affirmation. So positive wording, I'm guessing. Quality time. Physical touch. Mm-hmm. Like a backhand. <laughs> Acts of service. Okay. No. And re- <coughs> receiving gifts. Uh, you know when this shit came out? I was thinking it was like more modern. 1992. This shit has been around since 92 and this is the first I'm hearing about it. Wow. That I'm is stunned. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm kind of stunned. Wow. So anyway, um, this therapist is about to tell us. Uh, 90s? Get, yeah. <coughs> now that I think about it, that kind of makes sense, though, because isn't that when they had like the whole um, men are from Mars, women are from Venus bullshit? That was in that era, too. That's, ugh. I think that was more the 80s. Y'all niggas is gross. <coughs> Uh, this well, actually, yeah, you're right. <coughs> yeah, wouldn't they be talking about that shit on like Montel or something? Yeah, yep, and movies. Gross. God damn. So this um, this couple's therapist is about to tell us why this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, six problems with the love language from a couple's therapist. This should be good. Uh, by Linda Carroll. I wonder how many couples that go to couples counseling or something. Actually, how many of them actually break up? That is a good question. I'm going to look that up. I would like to know that shit. I do too now. I always thought that that counseling was bullshit yep. anyway. Mm-hmm. Hmm, all right. It is. All right, Jeff and Lee. Lee. The female version. L-E-I-G-H. Oh. They're not, they're not pickle-licking, I don't think. <laughs> uh, Jeff and Lee were going to try couples counseling one more time before they split. Yeah. Although they wanted their relationship to work, they could not stop the ongoing conflict and arguments. I wonder what 
made them wanted to make things work. Maybe they'll tell us. <coughs> oh, shit. As we open our session, <coughs> goddamn, Jeff burst out with, we have read the five love languages ten times. <laughs> I know she likes, I know she likes words, and I gave them to her, even though it's hard for me. Words. Oh, that must have been that first one that we were talking about that I just forgot about. Because it's bullshit. Okay, cards and conversations when I don't feel like it. <clears throat> and even post notes. Post-it notes in her backpack. Still, it seems she constantly finds fault with me. Nothing is ever enough. Yep. It never is. Nothing's ever good enough. They always want more. Yep. His partner, Lee, just a breath away from outrage... <laughs> Responded, yes, you do all of that. I work on practicing your love language for you. I'm always finding ways to touch you. Holding your hand, rubbing your neck. But when I need to talk to you about something that is bothering me, you defend yourself before I can even get the words out. Probably because you're nagging them. It's your approach, bitch. Exactly. It was obvious that these two people had read the five love languages, The Secret to Love That Last, by Gary Chapman, and taken his wisdom and suggestions to heart. And like many people, they believe his formula would cure many relationship troubles. Wow. But they didn't. <clears throat> the problem with the love languages... Chapman's book was first published in 1995. God damn. Wow. And even 20 years after its initial publication, it remained in the top 20 books on Amazon and has been a New York Times bestseller for eight years. Not shocked. But fast forward two decades, and it seems many people have lost sight of some of the original wisdom interlaced throughout this nuanced philosophy. The lack of attention to the details can oftentimes lead to an ineffective application of teachings. Okay. According to Chapman, the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, physical touch, and gifts. Fuck a gift. Hmm. <laughs> Flowers and candy. Fuck that. Shit. Saving my money. His books on love language theory address one of the most important aspects of healthy relationship, which is the understanding that my partner is not me. I guess they missed that part. One of the greatest lessons love teaches us is the ability to really see our partner as other and find ways to understand and make room for someone who is not like us. Chapman encourages efforts to speak love in our partner's language, not ours, and to give not what we want, but what our partners want. Oh, God. Yeah. I want to throw up just reading that. Yeah. I feel sick to my stomach. The useful information is essentially part of any couple's toolkit for skillful loving. Whatever the fuck that means. But there are many times... No. There are many things people tend to get wrong about the love languages. Here we go. 
number one, love languages can get used for scorekeeping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if you get one of them little competitive bitches. I do this for you. Yeah. Punch you in the mouth. <laughs> Jeff and Lee used all they do for each other mm-hmm. in their opening argument with me, which is a prime example of competition couples go get into over who does more. Yep. <laughs> all the beauty that comes with learning to speak each other's love language gets erased when we get competitive about it. Yeah. How about we just eliminate love language altogether? When we turn the love language into an exercise in scorekeeping, it just becomes yet another addition to the ongoing issue many couples face about who does more overall for a relationship. Mm-hmm. They'll look at who does the cleaning, cooking, money making, child care, planning vacations, initiating sex, making up after an argument. And may fall into the trap of adding practicing their partner's love language to, to most of that list. Woo! Mm-hmm. Some good shit right here. <laughs> uh, number two. Love languages can't change as fast as her mind changes. Yep. Active listening is an essential part of any healthy relationship. You don't say. Our love language can change over time and in specific life situations. Jesus Christ. Who wants to keep up with that? If we don't know how to not just speak to each other, but also have to rely, really listen to each other, we may be engaging in behaviors that no longer say I love you, but now irritate instead. An ongoing dialogue with sound communication skills is the essential to using love language theory successfully. So basically, communication is key. Yeah. Isn't that what we Just say said that. every fucking time? Communication is key. Three words. And you got, what, a thousand words out of that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Love doesn't only have to be given to us by others. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Chapman describes an inner love tank. Huh? I got an empty love tank. Wow. That we're always working to keep full. Why does this sound like some slutty shit? Yeah. This bitch wants (laughs) This bitch wants her tank full. (laughs) (laughs) Proposing that our misbehavior withdrawal harsh words. And critical spirit occurred because of the empty tank. Wow. This doesn't mean we need to wait around for our partner to make us feel good. Isn't that what most bitches do, though? Because they can't make themselves happy. They need you to do it. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do it, guess what? They're going to go find someone else. Somebody else who can. While we can, of course, fill that tank for each other by bestowing our partners with small acts of love, we know that to be truly fulfilled, we need most. We need first to fill our own tank. <coughs> Do you wow. use words of affirmation, <coughs> gifts, touch, and quality time with yourself? Yes, I touch myself often. Yeah, and I buy myself uh, <laughs> stuff often. All the time. And I love me, so. 
I love me. I love me some me. Fives <laughs> me, I date me. <laughs> Get myself a nice diamond ring and everything. <coughs> Goddamn. <coughs> uh, number four. The love languages are not a universal slave. Okay. Learning to speak each other's love language won't remedy toxic behaviors, nor will they remedy an issue once it's emerged. Although a lot of disagreements between couples can be linked back to miscommunication, oh, there's that word again, or a lack of communication, not all problems have to do with how much or how well we're, we're talking to each other. Uh, kind of does. <laughs> That's why it's called communication. The number one issue I see with couples is what I call infinity loops. Hmm. Oh, here, here another, we go. Another term. Again. <laughs> another term. Lee, Lee feared disconnection, so she interpreted Jeff's natural introversion and bookworm nature as rejection of her. Wow. When she was triggered by him reading the newspaper when she wanted to talk. Are you fucking kidding me? Bitch, you can't wait for him to put the newspaper down? Don't go off about anything. Seriously. All, all she has to do, all she has to do, um, I want to talk to you about something and I'll yeah. wait until you get done with your newspaper. Yeah. That's it. But instead, you want to, man, that was in the Chappelle, that Chappelle thing. He was watching the game and the bitch wanted to fuck with him. Yep. Like, dude, leave me alone. Yeah, I remember that shit. Wow. Wow. Man. She went into her old pattern of criticism and tried to get his attention. You always disappear, she would say. So he he would protect himself by withdrawing, which made her feel more abandoned. Damn. Then she criticized more. And off they went into this loop. That right there should just scare you away from being with a bitch. Giving gifts, words, or acts of service doesn't address the core issue or stop the spiral. Five. Love language can get used as a quick fix. You don't say. A quick fix. Not the whole... (laughs) No... Where do these people come up with this shit? Yeah. Love languages are a style of communication. Is it? Or is it a style of, you know, getting getting what the fuck you want? Getting your way. A way to go about the day-to-day with your partner in a loving way. They teach us how to talk our partner in stressful situations. (laughs) But they don't tell us what comes next. For example, the most painful problem couples have is that they lose one another. (laughs) At the heart of most fights or withdrawal is a small sad feeling of losing one's best friend and a little voice wondering, where did you go? This requires another skill to soften, repair, forgive, and find our way back to each other. 
People love the idea of a quick fix, but the human condition, which doubles in complexity within the context of a long-term relationship, doesn't have a quick fix. Mm-hmm. A relationship requires an entire toolkit, mm-hmm. <clears throat> not just a single tool, like you, you garden tool. Mm-hmm. Alongside touch, quality time, words, and service, they also need honesty, truth, shared goals, and ways to repair the reconnect after inevitable inevitable conflicts. Mm-hmm. Bunch of softies. Last but about damn time. <laughs> Number six, the love language won't fix underlying issues. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Understanding that love language can teach us about teach us a lot about relationships, but they won't fix everything. While Chapman gives us one of the components of a successful loving you or not me. It is not the ultimate answer, nor the only factor in this equation. Love languages are not the only element of a successful relationship. Jeff and Lee became aware of the dynamics they were each bringing to their ongoing power struggle. Jeff discovered that the feeling that he could never do enough had begun when he was very young. Oh boy. Lee's tendency to blame as her first response to hurt her <clears throat> to her hurt feelings was an old strategy which she discovered has had as much or more to do with her than it did Jeff you know, you don't say so it was all her hmm they began to do the inner repair work within themselves each person bringing the empathy to the relationship is what began to heal it wow the bottom line Acts of kindness, seeing our partner as different, and listening to what they need and what are essential skills of making any relationship drive. These skills are best part of what sustains the relationship in the harder seasons. The hell? While Chapman's theory helps to explain how to best make a relationship thrive, they are just one part of what makes a successful relationship overall. A, f- a flourishing relationship begins with the mindful practice of knowing our own inner landscape and how to bring a healthier, clearer, more receptive, and more mature self to all our relationship, oh. especially our most intimate ones. That's gross. That was all very interesting bullshit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your Honor, everything that you said was bullshit. Yeah. Man. Wow. Fuck a love language. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes sense, too, because the 90s is when um, people started fucking up, losing (laughs) relationships, uh, being stupid. Nigga, everything was about relationships in the 90s. Yeah. Movies, so, TV shows, comedy, music. Yeah. <coughs> fuck all it. Fuck lang- love languages. Fuck bitches. Fuck hoes and get money. Fuck weddings. Fuck all that bullshit. All the above. And fuck y'all. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Peace. Peace out.